God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that you have defeated death and have given us a choice to not be chained to our sin. So I pray, God, that we can walk in victory knowing that your righteousness floods over us and we choose to be in you. As your word is spoken today, may it go out in boldness. May it pierce like a double-edged sword, Lord, to refine and to remove. To build up, to encourage, to remind. Let's not leave it here in this moment, but let us take it and carry it through. Thank you. Amen. morning everybody. The first reading today comes from Psalm 99. Adonai is king, let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned on the Kerovim, let the earth shake. Adonai is great in Tizayon, he is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and fearsome name, he is holy. Mighty kings love justice. You established fairness, justice, and righteousness in Yaakov. Exalt Adonai, our God. Prostrate yourself at his footstool. He is holy. Moshe and Aaron among his Kohanim, and Shemuel among those who call on his name, called on Adonai, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the column of cloud. They kept his instructions and the law that he gave them. Adonai, our God, you answer them. To them you were a forgiving God, although you took vengeance on their wrongdoings. Exalt Adonai, our God, bow down toward his holy mountain. For Adonai, our God, is holy. The second reading comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 16, 41 through 50. But the very next day, the whole community of the people of Israel complained against Moshe and Aaron. You have killed Adonai's people. However, as the community was assembling against Moshe and Aaron, they looked in the direction of the tent of meeting, and they saw the cloud cover it and the glory of Adonai appear. Moshe and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting. Adonai said to Moshe, get away from the assembly and I will destroy them at once. But they fell on their faces. Moshe said to Aaron, Take your fire pan, put fire from the altar on it, lay incense on it, and hurry with it to the assembly to make atonement for them. Because anger has gone out from Adonai, and the plague has already begun. Aaron took it, as Moshe had said, and ran into the middle of the assembly. There the plague had begun among the people, but he added the incense and made atonement for the people. 
He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. Those dying from the plague numbered 14,700, besides those who died in the Karak incident. Aaron returned to Moshe at the entrance at the tent of the meeting, and the plague was stopped. And the final reading comes from the book of 1 Peter, chapter 4, 7 through 11. The accomplishing of the goal of all things is close at hand. Therefore, keep alert and self-controlled so that you may pray. More than anything, keep loving each other actively, because love covers many sins. Welcome one another into your homes without grumbling. As each one has received some spiritual gift, he should use it to serve others, like good managers of God's many-sided grace. If someone speaks, let him speak God's words. If someone serves, let him do it out of the strength that God supplies, so that everything, in everything God may be glorified through Yeshua the Messiah. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us all pray together. Father God, I pray that you would give them Give us wisdom and discernment um, that you would reveal to us uh, what is indeed our spiritual giftings, um, and that through these giftings that we would be instruments of your will, God, that we would bring restoration to the world, just as Moses did and Aaron through the burning of incense. We know that our prayers are sweet incense to you, God, um, so I pray that you would listen to all the prayers of your faithful, and that uh, through them you would work.
Amen. I think the text in Numbers provides a good litmus test uh, for us as Christians. Uh, here we find Moses interceding on behalf of the people of Israel. Because of their sin, God is, is judging them, and their judgment comes uh, through a great plague. And we know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And just as um, Moses and Aaron interceded on behalf of the sins of Israel, so too are we called to intercede on behalf of the sins of the world. This is our unique role as priests, priests in the order of Melchizedek. But when I say it provides a good litmus test, I mean this. We have the temptation as moderns to say, God doesn't work in the same way anymore. He did that then, but he will not do that now. This is called cessationism. And it's simply not true. We have the same power 
that they had at the time of Israel and at the time of the early church. We have the power to intercede on behalf of others. And we might say, well, their plague was different than our own plague. But I'm not too, I'm not too sure about that. We fear of saying that plagues are judgments for the Lord. Because we do not leave room for any judgment of God. But the fact is this, that we are sinful people and God does judge. We cannot say with certain that we are living in a time of judgment. But we shouldn't exclude the possibility of it. I think we're all perennially in a time of judgment for good and the bad. Just as Moses stood between those who were dying from the plague, he stood between the dead and the living, so Christ will stand at the end of time, separating the sheep from the goats, the dead from the living. This is the reality that we live in. So let us intercede on behalf of others. The Lord Yeshua, on the night that he was betrayed, he took bread. And after he made the bracha, he broke it and he said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this as a memorial to me. Likewise, also the cup after the meal, saying, This cup is the new covenant affected by my blood. Do this as often as you drink it as a memorial to me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes.